0: Hello, you're listening to the Comedy Palace Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Henderson, and thanks for tuning in. This week, we have the return of Dan Booglitz, the man running the Comedy Festival this year. So, first of all, man, how's everything with you?
1: It's great. Life is good. Yeah can't complain. <laughs> I mean, I can, but nobody's going to give a shit, so there's that. Yeah. When you're
0: back in San Diego, you're busy for these couple weeks. I
1: am busy. I'm pretty much, I have shows every day that I'm here pretty much for two weeks.
0: Yeah, and of course, we're recording this in a bar with lots of background noise. So. Yeah,
1: we got some ambience this yeah,
0: week. For that, ambience. my apologies. But what can you do?
1: Exactly, <laughs> you got to record where you can. Record
0: yeah, where you can. We were gonna use the uh, the back room. There's improv going on this week. Now they leave the door open for the main room. We were gonna. Use- no,
1: actually, the door's not open for the main room. He's just that loud. He's. We we decided to record when somebody decided to go up and sing. <laughs> Okay. Sounds about right. (laughs) Well, anyway, how's it been with you? It's been good. I've been uh, back in South Dakota for the last year, just about a year. I guess it's been 11 months. I've been working the road a little bit, doing a lot more feature work. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's been good. Um, Getting, you know, working on getting booked more and eventually doing the comedy full-time.
0: Yeah. So how do you think your material that you developed here has worked?
1: Across. I think it's worked just fine out there. I mean, I can definitely see some differences with you know regional differences and material that doesn't necessarily work there that would work here and vice versa.
0: Mm. But for the most part, it don't really matter. Yeah, but
1: for the most part, most of my material because I think a lot like my material, a lot of it is just you know on my life and and my experiences. So people, I think it's it's relatable. Mm-hmm. I think so.
0: Yeah, it makes you know, sense. There's a lot of my stuff too. It's like obviously in a wheelchair, so it's it's pretty easy to follow along if I'm telling a joke that relates to that. Oh, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. so, And then you've gotta be tired of Or just the amount of work that's gone into the festival. It's just got to be draining.
1: It is. And and not only am I doing this, I'm doing another festival as well. Yeah, back home. Yeah, back home that's taking place a month after this one. So, well, it's not even a month. It's like three weeks, I think. Uh Two weeks after this one's over, then that one takes place. So, they're almost back to back. So, yeah, it's been a pretty busy year that that way. Yeah, how many
0: submissions did you get for this festival? For
1: this one, we got... uh, almost 300. So yeah, it was a lot of submissions. Yeah.
0: yeah. How do you deal with just watching that many videos? You have people well, I help obviously. Yeah, there's no way you could do it No, that on I don't your own. do it
1: all. I mean, I watch it with them, but I I don't, you know, uh, we have a, you know, screening committee that we put together. Yeah, there's you know, no watches way. them and then, you know, rates the videos and then the highest scores are what what gets in. Mhm. Uh But I watched some of the videos, and, you know, I watched a big chunk of them, you know, because I watched them with the the screening committee, and it's tough. (laughs) I can tell you, like, after watching so many videos, I hate comedy. Yeah. I go through this phase where I'm like, I don't ever want to listen to comedy again. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, because we're at an open mic right now, and I was talking to some guys earlier, and they're like, oh, you're not in there watching everyone. I'm like, I've been doing this for... I'm still new, relatively speaking, two and a half years. At first, I would watch everyone. You want to say, oh, he does that. That's funny. He does that. I want to avoid doing that myself. But now, I'm out five or six nights a week. If I watched comedy for a couple hours every night, most of it being open mics, I would hate comedy within a week. I'd never want to do it again.
1: Yeah, and a lot of it, you'd be seeing a lot of the same stuff, too. Yeah, same people (laughs) doing
0: the same. Because, yeah, a lot of people don't realize... You know, when you see someone record a special, they've told that joke at least a thousand times. Oh, yeah. And it's the same with up-and-comers. They're working on the same material and polishing it. Mm-hmm. You might not see them for six months and they'll tell the same joke. Hopefully yeah. it's improved, well, Yeah, but it'll be the same. It's a
1: better joke. I mean, it's, it's been polished at least.
0: Yeah, because that's like uh, Eric Knowles came back and he was gone. he's been gone for like six months, something like mm-hmm. that. And he had a bunch of new tags. He did, like, a 20, 30-minute headlining set. And there were a few, at least a few, where I'm like, that's new and that is hilarious.
1: That's good. I'm, I got a whole bunch of new material since I left. I mean, I've been writing more. and Because I've had more time, like, when I perform, I'm getting more time. So mm-hmm. there's more time to, like, stretch. Yeah. And, and you can do more. So, you know, I've been working on a lot of new material. So that's been nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of getting there a little bit, just a little bit longer sets, and I've been helping them run some shows here, and they'll let me do like 10, 15-minute guest spots where it's nice, man, at a comedy club where people are paying attention. Oh, yeah. Because I'm used to bar shows where
1: well, so nobody <laughs> cares. They do
0: not care.
1: Some of my favorite shows oh, yeah. are the bar shows because I'm a one for punishment. <laughs> well, and then you get to
0: you can get away with some vulgar material that you don't want to normally go over the top vulgar at a comedy club. No. But at a bar, they love it. And a lot of my material is pretty over the top that I will only use at a bar.
1: Yeah. And I
0: could do like 15, 20 minutes of only bar material. Like, have you been to the Go Lounge yet? Did you go last week? I'm not sure if you have it I
1: was not in town yet
0: It's like the wild west of comedy but
1: I know what it is The Go Lounge was going before I moved mm-hmm. I was um, more, I actually One of the book shows that he did I was one of the first people to headline it Oh that's right one of the right. first people to do those. That's Go right I remember <laughs>
0: I remember the flyer now Because yeah. he, he makes some great flyers Dan, Oh he does Dan Sanborn amazing. Or, yeah. He actually
1: did my logo For you know My, my, my logo My Dan Booblitz logo And my design for my t-shirts Oh, did he? Yeah. He he's did. Yeah. Wait, have I seen your t-shirts
0: or is it the one with the the baby on there? Or?
1: Uh, it's, it says cute little bear and it has a little caricature of me wearing a bear costume. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, he did that and then he did my logo and yeah. So. That's perfect. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a great artist. Mhm. Oh, and he's a real good guy. I mean, he he oh, can tell yeah. he's well, having no. No, he's not. Let's let's, <laughs> let's not be coy here. He's a dick, Dan Sanborn I hope you're listening to this because I think you're a dick. Oh,
0: well, there it is. There Starting it is.
1: beef. That's right. I am. I'm gonna just get on this and just start beef. Dan Sandborn,
0: trashing that's everybody.
1: That's what you get for being a great artist. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great. I love yeah. Dan. He's a he's a beautiful guy.
0: Yeah, one of the most fun shows I've done in a while. There, he had uh, Zoltan headline. I featured, and then Dave Callens. Uh, I think Marcus Gavon was on there. It was just a fun lineup. (laughs) And I felt bad because during Dave's set, people kind of wandered out. They were, like, smoking cigarettes or something. Because the the attention span between the average patron there is not... Oh, pretty non-existent, no. No. and right before I went up, Dan basically goes up back, and goes, "All right, everyone, listen up, get inside." Alan's going up, and basically, we like went out there and screamed at everyone to go in. <laughs> and Zoltan was like, "Wait, am I going up? What's happening?" And he's like, "No, Alan's going up right now." And it worked out because everyone came in, and you know, I had a good enough set, and then Zoltan was next and just crushed at the end. So. I think because he did that, people came in, they paid attention, so by the time Zoltan went up, they were, like, back in comedy mode.
1: Which it's just good. Yeah. Which just good, because you definitely have to be in a, a mindset to want to watch comedy. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, man, it makes it bad. Yeah, it doesn't matter <laughs> how
0: good you are, it just doesn't work.
1: No, yeah, that's for sure. Oh. Oh. That's for uh, sure. Yeah. Is one of yes. Oh, this Shoot.
0: Is What's happening this weekend? When does the festival actually start?
1: Oh so it officially starts... Friday, January twentieth. I'm not sure when you release this, but uh, oh, it'll be out tomorrow. So. Oh well, it'll be out tomorrow. Oh, okay, well there you go. So Friday, January twentieth, it starts here at the Comedy Palace with. Uh, well, we got a couple showcases actually. Well, well, no, okay. So we have Craig Shoemaker is going to be here at the Palace, headlining two shows, uh, and then we've got the Winston Showcase.
0: Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm running That's, that one. That'll know. be fun.
1: Yep. And then Saturday we have Steve Hofsetter headlining here at the Comedy Palace. And then we have um, Twigs. We're doing Comedy Heights is doing a, a festival showcase. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday we have a clean showcase and just a general showcase. And then the rest of the week all the way till Sunday is the festival contest, where it's the big one. We've got, like, 80 different comics that are coming to compete Mm -hmm. uh, to win that prize, which is $1,000, and then a recording contract from Uproar Entertainment. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal, so...
0: I shouldn't have fucked up and remembered to
1: enter. <laughs> yeah, right. You should, yeah, I a did. lot of people. Uh, I
0: had did. I had so much going on and then I realized it like the day yeah, after and I'm like, I don't want to be that dick going, "Hey, I missed the deadline, but can, can I still submit?" Here's my yeah. like the amount. Of- we,
1: it's it's funny how many people you did like with my other festival. I promoted and promoted and promoted and uh, Yeah, we we had a lot, we had a lot of submissions, but then even after we closed it, we actually got more than I anticipated. But then even after we closed it, people were like, hey, can I still submit? And even after we made the selections, people were like, <laughs> hey, is it too late to submit? I'm like, uh, yeah. You know, yes, Maybe the entire
0: we, process is we've over. Already,
1: we've already <laughs> announced the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so then we have that. And then along with we have uh, various shows throughout the week at other venues, too. We're doing Dead uh, yeah, Phileas Fog.
0: Yeah, that's Wednesday, right?
1: Wednesday. Well, actually, there's like three shows Wednesday. So Tuesday, outside of the, the contest, is La Stats. Wednesday, we have Reds and the Phillies Fog and Tremont Bar up in Oceanside. Mm-hmm. Those are all Wednesday. Damn. And then Thursday, uh, it's just a contest. Thursday and Friday. Then the rest of the weekend, it's just a contest. hmm So.
0: That'll be great, man. I, I was here last week, or last year, watching all of it, and- Contest was legit.
1: Yeah, and the finals will be. The finals are always. It's always a hot show.
0: And then that's on Sunday, right? It's yeah, the last that's day. On Sunday,
1: yep. And then we also have a bunch of like improv stuff going on here too mm-hmm. during the day on Saturday and Sunday. So it'll be it'll be interesting. But a lot of stuff going on. The, the festival has really grown from last year just to this year because we we've we've added several venues. Uh, which
0: yeah, all the satellite shows. I mean, yeah, that's like another satellites. ten yeah. shows.
1: Well, yeah, exactly, and they're all outside of the this venue. So, I mean, we we've got a venue all the way up in Oceanside, pretty ridiculous. But uh,
0: all the way down in OB,
1: <laughs> yeah, all from OB to OC, <laughs> or right. actually, is it OS?
0: Nah, semantics. Yeah, semantics. Whatever.
1: I don't know. I don't <laughs> live here anymore. I don't have to be correct. I can play the dumb out-of-state guy. I don't know any better.
0: Well, it's crazy the progression from the contest. This is the third year now? Fourth. Fourth. The first comedy show I ever saw live was the blue show of the first year of the contest here. Oh, wow. And Tommy Lucero was in it, and I went to high school with him. And he's like, come on, check it out, check it out, check it out. And I came. And I remember sitting here hanging out going, fuck, this is, this is pretty badass. Like, I want to try it. So I worked on material for like six months, and then six months later hit my first mic here.
1: Wow. So. You were inspired by Tommy Lucero. <laughs> no, you probably came up and was like, hey, I, I can do better than the host. <laughs> the host in the glasses. I can do better than him. <laughs> probably. Well, it's
0: funny because I didn't know who Mike Ula was, but he was in the back and his laugh was killing me the whole time because he was there. I think he was filming it for someone. or He was definitely there, and he was cracking up, and Mike Ula's laugh is... Yeah, it's, it's pretty, like an angel. Good. Yeah, just beautiful.
1: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that was pretty, the, the first year was pretty amazing. I mean, just to, because it took a lot, it takes a lot of work to get a festival going. A lot of people have no idea what it takes. Uh, but to, to actually take an idea and then see it lift off like that, and now, and to see what it's grown into, you know, and it's keeps growing. I'm excited to see what next year brings, you know, it'll be year five. Yeah, be I,
0: the entire yeah. month of January.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be the entire month of January. <laughs> so the first year was the year Zoltan won it. But yeah. A lot of people forget who got runner up. Who got runner up? A lot of people forget. What? She she blew up right after. Who, who got? Runner oh, up Taylor up? or what? Yeah, she didn't actually get runner up. What did she get? She she didn't even play a place for awards. For money, because at that time time, she made the finals, but at that that first year, only the top three got prizes. Well, Barbara Holiday will like swear by that San Diego Comedy Festival as the time she came down and was like, "Ooh, that girl can do colleges." And then she well, that's true, she did. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's false. I'm just saying that like that came out of the first year, so it's only grown from there. It's oh yeah yeah yeah, exactly make or break. Make yeah. or break. Well, and there's been yeah. several people that were in the festival that have been on Comedy Central now. And not to say gotten. that Taylor
0: wouldn't have gotten to where she is eventually, but that's interesting. That eventually. Could, you could ask her, and she would probably say, yeah, let's say, yeah, Comedy Festival did a lot for me.
1: Well, yeah, it did. I mean, that's how she got the college agent. Let's-
0: yeah, that's huge. Well, because you actually have industry here. It's not like... Those million posts you read going, yeah, come do this show and bring four people and there will be industry. It's worth your while. Don't forget to bring all your friends.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. That's what we we try to do. I mean, we try to get as much industry as we can of people that, I mean, because the idea, and not just like, I mean, the idea is to get people that will help advance, you know, careers. Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to do, you know? I mean, that's, for me, ultimately, when Brandon and I, Start Brandon Young is who originally I was working with. He's he's going to be at the festival hosting some stuff. But yeah, he, he stepped back this year. But well, he stepped back, so he's not really running anything. Uh, but when we first decided to work on a festival together, the way it actually came together was that you know we were thinking about doing a festival, and we knew that the Comedy Palace was kind of they had been kind of talking about doing something for years.
0: Didn't they own the website? They or something? owned the website,
1: yeah. but nothing was being done with it. So we thought, well, just in case, let's go talk to them, and maybe we can just work together as opposed to starting our own. Because we were going to just start our own. We already had the name for it. Uh, we were, you know, already working on the details. And then we God, were gonna, that would be
0: rough without a venue, though. Or just well, no,
1: we were going to we were going to get venues. I mean, yeah, no, but
0: I mean, mean, mean that. To secure would, them that they will work with you, and you know well, what I mean, yeah. oh, yeah.
1: well, exactly. I, but so we came and talked to them, and they're like, "Yeah, we're you know we've, we've been working on it, but we don't really have time to do it. You guys want to work on it?" So then basically they just let us do it, and so it's awesome. We all worked together and got it going. Uh, but I mean, ultimately that was the idea: is that not you know. Not only do we want them, you know, give, you know, we have the the contest so there's prizes or whatever, but it's also about, you know, being discovered because, and Taylor is a good example of that. She made it to the finals and at that, that first year we only had prizes for the top three, Uh, but, and I don't think she won a prize that year, but she ended up getting discovered by, you know, Barbara Holiday, who, who is a... You know, she owns flappers up in Burbank and Claremont, Uh but also she does college booking and stuff. And so she she really helped launch uh, Taylor's career, and it was because she discovered her here at the festival.
0: That's awesome. Um, Sometimes it is just timing, right time, right place, and and
1: and, and like you know, like Brent was just saying a minute ago when he was over here. It's not that she wouldn't have blown up eventually because she's a fantastic comic. I mean. I remember the first time I ever saw her I was like holy crap this yeah, girl who amazing. is this if she yeah. doesn't if she doesn't uh, if she does not explode in comedy there's something wrong yeah because, none of us are yeah well and there's just something wrong because she was she's very talented and then, well now she's like blown up it was funny I seen her last night or not last night but uh, Sunday night when we were at JP's one of the TVs was on mm-hmm. and Taylor was on TV <laughs> On one of the It was on uh, I don't know Some entertainment show thing I forget what it was But anyway She was on the TV When Brent was actually performing It was kind of funny
0: That's hilarious He didn't
1: see it But uh, I was like Oh look at that That's funny She's up there performing On TV or whatever But then the very next day I'm going through Instagram You know Looking at my Instagram And there she is Again On the Comedy Central uh, like the joke Of the day thing Oh wow Yeah So it's Yeah I was like Whoa It's crazy
0: That's huge Just yeah Comedy Central Is obviously a, Another big step
1: Oh yeah Yeah So I mean And there's been Other comics that, At the at, Because of the festival You know They got You know well, I guess I don't know if Necessarily because Of the festival But I know There's other comics That were in the festival That did get on You know was has been on Comedy Central mm-hmm. And their careers Have picked up since You know
0: yeah, because I know Zoltan not too long ago was talking about recording a half hour and submitting it to Comedy Central, mm-hmm. which that would be very well deserved. I mean,
1: oh yeah, definitely. That'd I, be great. Yeah, I mean, I he's, mean, he's did well since the festival, but he was already doing well. Like you know, he's, I think he was already starting to kind of build momentum mm-hmm. before he even did the festival. You know, because he had just won he had just won the Seattle International Comedy Competition so yeah, people were already starting to look at him and then he won this uh, practically back to back which was good um, but yeah I mean so that was ultimately the goal is to try to help launch careers and as far as I'm concerned you know like so we keep the festival keeps growing but we've achieved what we wanted to do you know people are advancing they're getting you know booked you know at clubs and you know, making money, and some are you know getting on TV and doing you know even really good. So mm. you know, it's
0: that's awesome. What we
1: want. That's you know, ultimately, if you can help advance a comic's career, then that's that's something good. I and mean, I mean, especially because Brandon and I are both comics, so you know, ultimately, you know that you know as a comic, you you, you want you, you tend to know what. And want to do stuff to help, you know, yeah. comics yeah, in a situation like
0: Push this. people through in a positive yeah. way.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's, it, it's something you'd want if you were at a festival. You mm. know? Like, if I was going to go to a festival, the idea is that hopefully I can, you know, go further because of it. Yeah, if the I people do, there. If I do well, you know. it's yeah. I mean, if I get in a festival and then suck, then I, <laughs> I would expect not to. Yeah. <laughs> I would expect not to uh, go any further. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's <laughs> and true. And yeah. that'll happen, but eh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I'm wondering if you have any good Midwest comedy stories.
1: I have West oh, West. You want a good comedy story yeah. from the Midwest? I got one. I'm actually working on kind of putting this as a bit uh, just because uh, <laughs> what happened. So this is the worst comedy show that I've ever done. Like I've done a lot of comedy shows But this one's gonna haunt me for a long time And almost I was almost ready to quit But then I I thought about it And it was A lot of things were out of my control So I was doing a corporate gig For uh, the state uh, EMS Which is Emergency Medical Services Um. Uh, They were doing their state conference Where they do a bunch of training And then they have an award ceremony And you know Whatever Hired to do entertainment <laughs> uh, I was doing an hour. I can do an hour. It's not that you know. It's not the best hour, but I know I can do an hour. I mean, I don't like struggle, but
0: what's your ideal time?
1: Ideally, I think I have a solid thirty now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can do up to an hour, but decent. I have a decent thirty. Mm-hmm. Right? But, um, but I took the gig, and you know, I was supposed to perform during the dinner. That was the original thing. Okay, that's cool I get there and they decided that they wanted me to perform after Well Perform after So I'm not going to go up until like 9 After 9, almost 10 o'clock And this thing started at 6 So all these people have been sitting there For like 3 hours right?
0: Probably having some drinks
1: Well, I mean, Socializing yeah, Well, yeah, but see And then they did a big award ceremony too Like they were given awards After you or before, before you? Me. Okay And then that's what really, like... So they're doing this award ceremony. They go through all the awards. They have two two of the EMT guys that were hosting it, that have always hosted it. Uh Uh-huh. Kind of going back and forth and doing their thing. Like their little goofy scripted... Well, he's doing internet jokes like the, the... Ula and Sven jokes and the Scandinavian type stuff that it hits in the Midwest, mm-hmm. but nothing original. Yeah, know? just he's just an old guy telling silly old people jokes.
0: Man, yeah, how do you know he's not so old he wrote
1: those? <laughs> Fair enough, maybe, maybe. But anyway, so they're hosting it, doing the thing. Well, then they get to the last award that they're going to do, and it's the EMC of the Year award, which. The big one. Yeah, it's the big one, but, you know, oh, that's cool. That's a great award. That's, you know, awesome. What a good way to end. Except for the guy that they gave it to died three weeks prior to cancer. Oh, So. Jesus. they did, they had a big, uh, they had a video of yeah. presenting it to him while he was still alive. His oh widow was God. right in the front. It was a big emotional
0: Not a dry tear. Not a dry no, face exactly. in the house. No
1: dry faces, people are crying. That sounds... there was two standing ovations during this presentation. And then, you know, it gets over with, and then they do the closing ceremony of the, the last rites dinner. And that's, you know, even to add even to the mo emotion. Yeah. And then it's like, now let's do comedy. <laughs> what the fuck? And I was like and they didn't even like really bring me up. The guy was like, okay, whatever you're ready, you can just go up. And I'm like, what?
0: So you have to go up there and introduce yourself as the comedian that that is going to be up there. I was
1: like, can you at least just go, you know, introduce me? You know, just say, hey, now it's time for the comedian. And he was like, okay. But he was almost going to have me just go up there. And uh, so I go up there, and I immediately address that. I'm like, yeah, so, hey, big emotional waterworks, and now comedy. This is going to be a train wreck, guys. And I said that because yeah. I, I knew it was. I was like, all right.
0: You've done that, it long enough, you know.
1: Yeah, I knew. I was like, there's no way. I, I Two standing ovations, tears. And then on top of it, she's the widows up front, front table, people oh. now started leaving because they've sat for three hours and then people are coming to give her respect and i can't say anything i can't be like hey we're doing a comedy show (laughs) because that would be fucking rude like her husband just died three weeks yeah
0: won this award
1: and won this award and on top of that the dude was an amazing being. like in his community he was like he was very active and like like uh Boy Scouts, I think, and he was active in the the church and the community. Like, he was a goddamn saint. Yeah. Like, he was the last person that should have died of cancer, you know? And then, and then now, I, so I'm And like, you have well, to follow that. Yeah. There's no exactly. way. And I'm like, okay. And I got some laughs here and there, and it was the longest hour of my life, but yeah. afterwards. So then afterwards, I'm sitting and I'm talking to my, my aunt, waiting for the chat, because my. My aunt and my uncle were both EMTs, and they they actually helped organize it. That's actually how I got the gig. Mm -hmm. But I'm waiting for the check, and uh, the old guy that was hosting it comes up to me, and he's like, Keep trying. You'll get there. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, man. Oh. I just, oh, my God. I just want to It's just
0: twisting the dagger in yeah, your Yeah, it's just
1: like, yeah, just, there's some salt for that wound. Yeah, it's so like, yeah, how about and you come just see like, me at a comedy club? Mm, mm, mm. And I was being polite when I was up there. And I was like, yeah, I give it up for them guys. They did a great job hosting. And he's like, well, we've been doing it for 20 years or whatever. And I'm like, Phew. I was just totally being sarcastic and just trying to be nice. Like, yeah, you, Your hosting wasn't that great. It was boring as hell. And your jokes were, you know, stuff you got off the internet, but whatever.
0: Well, it'd be funny, too, yeah. It's like you can't, after that emotional thing, but go up there and be like, oh, let's give it up for the host who, yeah, told the same jokes we used to tell each other in junior high.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. You can't do any of that. Like, it, it, yeah, it was. I was, like, in a, a spot where there was nothing. All I could do was go up there <laughs> Roll and with it. fucking do my hours oh so I could collect God. my check. And, you know, I got some laughs. I got a lot of stairs. I got a lot of people leaving. Well, they were already leaving. Probably even went up there, but I mean, I guess after the show, a couple people thanked me for coming and said they had a good time, so there was that. And oh, and they wanted me to be clean, which I can be clean, but then towards the end, I was just like, fuck it. You guys aren't in... uh, You're not doing... I was was like, all right, I'm going to be edgy. You guys want some edgy material? And they're like, yeah. And then as soon as I got edgy, then that's when people really started. I got a little edgier and dirtier. And that's when they were like, oh, this is great.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that. that Doing like Maria Herman out Gabby's clean shows. That's (laughs) the worst background noise. Yeah. Uh, The... They like because all my stuff was like right on the border, like I had to send Maria jokes of mine like recording oh, yeah. and say, "Hey, can Number I use pretty. these?" And everything was on the edge, and then I, I seem to get really good receptions on those because people feel like they're you know they're being naughty, they're being bad just because a joke is borderline. So yeah, yeah I noticed at clean shows, my edgier material works as long as I don't cross that line.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. And then, then I didn't, like, cross any lines. I wasn't, like, super duper, Yeah. But that's when they really started, you know...
0: Opening up opening to it, to up it yeah. Opening up and,
1: like, and accepting it, so... Well, but, ain't... yeah, but I... So I did the hour. Bye. Got paid. Got paid and then knew when I walked out with that check I would never be hired again. By them. By them, yes. In fact, I I was, like I said... I was uh, almost ready to quit comedy, it was so bad, it was so brutal, I was like, oh man, what am I doing, what the fuck, and then I was like, you know, I thought about it, I analyzed all the stuff that happened, you know, and it wasn't the audience's fault, like, I'm not blaming the audience, uh, if I was a, you know, stronger comedian, maybe I could have won them over, but there was a lot of, a lot of things, there that were
0: too that many factors working said. against you
1: weren't a good setup for comedy. Comedy <laughs> needs certain things. You need to have a good, you know, sound system. You need you should have lights, you know, you want you you, you 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 don't want people to already be there for three hours and then have to sit for another hour through more entertainment. You don't want you them
0: know? bawling because, ten minutes before you you're set. Them, yeah,
1: exactly. And you don't want them bawling right before you <laughs> go on. You know. Oh, so man. but I'm actually but like I said, I'm kinda of working on a bit because I did a storytelling show
0: I've been wanting to put one of those do, together.
1: We do this storytelling show once a month, and it's different comics every month, and there's a different theme every month. And the last I was on the the first one they we did, and that was a while ago. But then I was just on the last one too that we did last month, and it was heroes, and I actually told that story.
0: Oh, as he was the hero. Because,
1: well, yeah, he was the hero. Yeah, like and well, all EMTs are you know heroic, and I I talked about that story and like and it was pretty funny and yeah. afterwards a couple of people were like you should probably tell that on stage and that's like it's like a 10 minute bit when when to tell it yeah when you
0: put it all together yeah.
1: because you know I emphasize how great doing the corporate work is like you know when you get a corporate job that's like a friend about of being a comedian oh yeah that's think, where the money's at this is there's, a, there's already an audience there you know, there's like four, three, four hundred people there and this and that and like, that sounds it's gonna nice. be amazing and then you go through hell. You
0: know, yeah, and that's your worst experience. And then
1: that's your worst experience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> I'll never forget that show. I never no. will not in a million years. But on the bright side, i the same thing like I got paid. And so Andy,
0: you got a 10 minute bit Didn't matter how out of bad
1: it. I bombed. Yeah, I got I got a 10 minute bit and I uh, got paid. So, there's that. And that's the beauty about comedy uh, is that on any gig that where you're getting paid where there's, you know, a contract, even if you do shitty, remember, or the, if it's a shitty show, you're still getting paid. Mm-hmm. So, there's a silver <laughs> lining. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: and that one just sounds especially brutal.
1: It was. It was. It, it shook me. I was like, calling some of my comic friends and I was like, oh my God, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm feel like maybe I shouldn't do comedy yeah like, fuck it this I'm done me, shook me bad Damn. But then after it settled a couple days later so I'm I was like, gonna say right.
0: a couple days and then you were like yeah, all right I'm good days, I'm back
1: yeah, I just yep it settled and then and then I just was like okay I processed everything that happened you know kept running it through my head and then finally I was like all right it was out of my hand
0: yeah, that's it was. Funny. It was.
1: Every everything was against me. Yeah. So. So yeah. So that that was a that was, that's a good Midwest comedy story. Yeah.
0: That sounds. And that's not. That could happen anywhere. But holy shit. That's. Well, yeah. I mean. That's, that's brutal. Yeah.
1: Nothing necessarily. For just the Midwest, but I mean, and then I I did another show, which was fantastic. I did uh, the Hard Rock in Sioux City, Iowa featured and uh that was great they put me up at the hard rock fucking fancy hotel room That'd they be comp- nice they comp like two meals and drinks and mm-hmm. then, and, and, and on oh they just give
0: that, you a tab basically And then, yeah. then on
1: top of that i am still getting paid like i was like man i don't even feel like i deserve this like this might be too much know,
0: isn't that funny, and funny how in comedy like, yeah you always get so lowballed or like the dingiest if you get anything yeah
1: and then when you get something <laughs> you're like wow Especially when it's something like that, like it's just like, holy crap, that's awesome. Yeah, Hard
0: Rock's a nice venue, so. Well,
1: yeah, it was. It was a fun show.
0: Who was headlining? Is anyone know? Uh,
1: Steve, Jellybse. Uh,
0: huh. I don't know if I've he's heard.
1: actually going to be at the Wood on Wednesday. Oh, nice. He's not headlining. Uh, Sam Tripoli is headlining, uh, but um, he's on the show. He probably the feature I imagine. Yeah. But yeah. He's been on like Conan. He's actually a comic. Uh, I'm not sure where he grew up. I think he grew up in Minneapolis. He's based. He was based out of Minneapolis. That's where he started comedy. Mm-hmm. But he lives in L.A. now. But yeah. So that's who, who was headlining. He's pretty funny.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, well, shit, man. Thanks for your time.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking
0: uh, we'll just send people to thecomedypalace.com. No. Click on the
1: calendar. No? no. No, no. If you're going for the festival, go to sandiegocomedyfest.com.
0: Okay, I'll put a link for it. Yeah,
1: that has everything for all the shows, the schedules, venues, everything you need to know. sandiegocomedyfest.com.
0: Sweet, easy you enough can to find.
1: Find all my info at
0: dot com. What about Facebook? Just Dan Oh Bo- yeah,
1: Dan Bublitz Jr. I'm on the Instagram at Aunt Dan Bublitz, Jr. Twitter, nice. You
0: got your Ambulus real name. Jr.
1: I do. I use, I'm not, a, I don't use stage names. I'm not.
0: No, I'm just saying you were lucky enough to get it on. Oh
1: yeah. Well, that's cause I, one of the first things I did when I started doing comedy, because I, I owned businesses before, even though I wasn't getting paid or whatever, I immediately started branding or right away and marketing. So like, as soon as I started doing comedy, I like built a website. I, Got my social you know my twitter and all that shit
0: (laughs) i couldn't get alan henderson because there was a famous basketball player oh and then uh alan henderson comedy doesn't fit as like a twitter instagram handle so i didn't want to have my website and my instagram different so which is
1: good because you don't have
0: everything the same but what i ended up doing at like four in the morning one night just delirious Bought the website comedybyallan.com dot com instead of like flowers by Susan or something. Oh still. yeah, yeah. Like comedy, so everything's comedybyallan.com dot com. But I remember well, waking up, good. waking up the next morning and looking at my emails, and it's like a GoDaddy confirmation from my order of buying comedybyallan.com dot com. And so I'm like, well, I guess I got to run with that. So I had a website earlier than I should have, but now it's really functional. So. Awesome, awesome man. Thanks again, man. And, yeah, no, if you're listening to this, me. have a great week and uh, come out to one of these shows. There are plenty of them.
1: Yes. Do it.